And we're off. But yeah, what's up, dude? Fucking hanging out with uh, just a real big dog. Nice. Thanks. I, uh, you know, I appreciate when you call me your dog. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> this this is the Jimbo of dogs. All right. Actually, that's not true because when we got him, he immediately got sick, and that is not a Jimbo move. That's that's the anti Jimbo. I wouldn't say that's not a Jimbo move. I mean, I'd say the Jimbo move is like get sick after drinking like twenty beers. Well, I guess he got sick, and he has yet to tell us that he's sick, which kind of is okay. back to being a Jimbo move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. He's just, you know, he hasn't once said, "Hey guys, thanks for adopting me, but I am under the weather." <laughs> well, uh, hopefully, yeah, he's just nervous that uh, you know that that you guys are so cool. And I'm eating a sweet potato. I'm eating two of them. I'm treat myself. All right. I'm grumpy, Jimbo. I'm grumpy just, today. Just beware, man. There's, you know, from what I hear, there's a sick dog in your room. <laughs> yeah, so I'd always heard the expression sick as a dog. And I had a dog as a kid. But I'd never really, like... He was a healthy dog. To my knowledge, he never really... I mean, he threw up from time to time, as dogs do. But just, you know, like... from He eating, ate it immediately? Yeah, well, he also... It's just like, oh, he ate as too dogs much food. Do. And he, he wasn't sick. He was sick for an yeah. instant. This dog, like, has a cold. Which, like... <laughs> Okay. Makes sense. It's a mammal. That's how mammals work. But, yeah. But, you know. Mm. That's a good sweet potato. All right. Mm. I'm grumpy. Um, I'm grumpy today, so I'm cheering myself up with some spuds. Well, that's good. That's good. But, yeah, man. I mean, I guess when things get that large, you know, their immune systems uh, just, when they're out, they're out. You know? Yeah. Like, when you get sick as a mouse... I feel like you just die. <laughs> when you get sick as a large dog, you just you you fucked up for a couple of days. Yeah, we uh, we had to give him a bath too, because uh, you know he stank. Now like, that's got to be a euphemism. He stank like a dog. Don't don't look up giving the dog a bath. <laughs> and uh, I gotta say, when a one hundred and fifty pound dog does not want to go into a room, you got to pick him up like. You can't. Yeah, you, well, you, you got a goat wrangling experience, dude. It was shockingly similar because, much like the goats, <laughs> he didn't really kick or fight. Uh, he just used his weight as like, no, I, yeah, he leaned out of it. Yeah, man. it's like I, I can't be picked up, but it's like, no, no, you can be, just not by most people. I'm gonna wrestle you. All right, yeah, that's a really Jimbo move because I wouldn't want to punch you or anything. <laughs> but if you try to give me a bath against my will, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay on the floor. He laid in the hallway. I scooped him up and I had to get him through the threshold, as it were, much like a, much like a, a new bride, and uh, with the assistance of my my current bride, because uh, he he just splayed out instantly, and so she was just yeah. kind of like wrangling his limbs into the door frame while I just sort sounds of, like a smart dog, man. Honestly, yes. Um, sounds like. I mean, you had never given him a bath before, and he was reacting like you had been giving him baths for years. Yeah, and then like, as soon as- I've I've seen dogs who still <laughs> get, like hoodwinked into baths. And as soon as soon as he got in the bathroom, he was like, "Oh, all that stuff you got on the sink, like your toothbrush holder and that thing of soap, and uh-huh. like some other stuff that's like a lady thing, not like feminine, th- not like you yeah, know. just." You know, just la- bottles of lady stuff. The finest of creams. Um, yeah. He was like, that's all going on the floor uh, in a violent and aggressive flailing. And not really violent, just panicked. 
And, uh, and then today I woke up and I am, I just, I'm a bruise. I'm just one light, light bruise. Like, nice. There's no like one impact point, nor are any of the bruises that noticeable. It's just a bunch of tiny, <laughs> just, just from like having a 150 pound thing just wiggling. Yeah, just every now to, and then his, yeah, elbow just, gets you. Yeah, wiggling, trying to get out. And then, yeah, just statically holding him in a tub. Okay. For like 10 minutes. It was honestly like, I feel like Joe Rogan would, would be into it. He seems like just a real, uh, a real practical workout, you know? Uh, I functional I, strength. I don't know, man. <laughs> I feel like Joe Rogan would take it too far. He'd do it on like acid or DMT or something and then end up like drowning the dog and trying to justify it. Well, no, cause you eat what you kill. So that's true. He'd hunt the dog, then he'd <laughs> capture and clean the dog, then he would murder the dog, and then he would consume the dog and use every part of it. Then he would give it a bath. Then he would, now you give it the bath before you eat it. It's all part of a uh, okay. Uh, oh, how as someone who doesn't listen to that that kind of stuff, I'm trying to think of how he'd phrase it. You know, honoring the animal, something like this. Uh, yeah, paying homage. To its to its instinctual spirit, homage, dude. That's not a French word. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there's nothing French about that word. In fact, okay. we could probably go homage if we want to. <laughs> yeah, homage. Yeah, I actually. Uh, I that was one of the classes that I played in D and D after <laughs> you went out to San Francisco. I was a homage, <laughs> just a really slutty sorceress. <laughs> yeah, just summoning dicks all over the place. Why is it so witches are always in that like I think I just answered my own question. Witches are always in like high necked garb. And I'm guessing it's because yeah. like they're kinda the witch we think of was kind of visually aesthetically they're vampiric. Des- well, they were designed by the Puritans, you know? Okay. So the Puritans were like, even though we don't like this thing, we're not gonna like let you see its titties. And then like sorceresses because they always got their titties out. Sorceresses yeah. are just nothing but titty. Really across any yeah from soul caliber to soul caliber two <laughs> sorceresses are just scantily clad i mean i feel like even if there was like i'm trying to think of like if the if a disney movie ever had a sorceress but if if it did i'm sure it had big ass titties like and they were out which and hey that's fine the, you know you're gonna get no yeah. pushback from me on that i don't know man those those witches of the uh what north and south they were stacked from uh wizard of oz can i show my ass here yeah never seen it uh you know what the movie came out in 1939 i actually don't blame you yeah it's like saying i haven't seen casablanca like i've heard a lot of people make reference to it but yeah i've also never i've actually seen it many many times i've never driven a model t and i did yeah i did i hadn't seen it till i started dating reagan she was like you haven't you've seen every movie ever i was like no i I worked at blockbuster i've seen like yeah i've seen out cold a (laughs) hundred times yeah i've seen casablanca well that's that's also true but like no i've seen titanic 2 and operation valkyrie the bootleg fake valkyrie movie i've seen that kind of shit i haven't seen like every good movie (laughs) <laughs> what's the bootleg tom cruise that they got for operation valkyrie uh, just just some guy i mean it was made by the asylum so it's never 
never even like a, a B-list actor. It's just not. But I'm just thinking like a play on Cruise, like mm-hmm. Tom Tom Slower Speed. Tim Control. That way it's <laughs> cru- Cruise Control. Uh, cruise contr- yeah. It's not I, I got it. It's not I got it. I know. There's something there, but uh, we're not the ones to do it. I'm, I'm almost done potato number two, folks. Just Oh, that's good. Mm. And the dog hasn't... Dude, what a good boy you got over there, man. Because it a, is dinner time. He is the chillest dog. Um, yeah. Well, we're in we're in the room that has his crate in it. He loves his fucking crate. So he just came in. He's just lying in his crate. He's just looking okay. at me. Looking at me with his big, sad eyes. Yeah. Got pain behind those eyes. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> well, at, at least he's in a good home now. Or at, at home now. Yeah, good is yet to be seen. <laughs> we'll see if he likes power tools. We'll find that out. Today was his first day of me going to work. Cause we, we picked him up after work on Thursday. So he just had nothing but nothing but Ben. Yeah. Um, Consistent Ben. That's pretty good. And then today, all of a sudden, no bend? What? What? You change Which? the clocks one day and then, then fucking <laughs> leave for an inordinate amount of time? Dude, I, I honestly do feel bad for him right now. Cause so, like, part of the first week of having <clears> the dog, this, the, the trainer recommended, he was like, hey, like, like the foster guy that we got him from, who's also a trainer. He was like, hey, uh, don't, Take him on walks around the neighborhood for the first week. Just your house and your backyard, just so he establishes some trust. We're like, all right, we can do a week of that. But, yeah. like, he's a big-ass Mastiff, and so you got to give him, like, tasks and stuff to do. Otherwise, they kind of go nuts, right? So we were, like, trying to, like, we, you know, we were playing with him in the backyard, in the driveway, like, tossing a ball around, going. But he's not much. He's learning to fetch, but he kind of just is. He's more just interested in, like, grabbing stuff and bringing it to us. Like, okay. That we didn't throw. He's like, you want a shoe? You want one shoe? And I feel like if, if we can train that so that he brings me slippers, I mean, that's like peak. Uh, are you a slippers guy? Dude, I'm a slippers guy now. Okay. And, and let me tell you why. Is that closed-toed slippers? Yeah. Like you're lab safe here, right? Yeah. And let me tell you why. Okay. I don't like when things get stuck to my feet. You know what I mean? When yeah. I'm walking around. I, have, I, have, I, I've, I agree. I've grown to loathe. That is one of my, like... Most the bottom of your foot stick, and and I know you as you know like a, a sweaty guy. So I mean, you got probably sweaty feet too. Yeah, just like me. Yeah, I need I suffer from the same condition. I need hom- what, homogenous surfaces. If I'm touching carpet, it's got to all be carpet. If I'm touching hardwood, it's got to all be hardwood. There can't be like a bit of a thing as what. No, unacceptable. So the slippers. Uh, <clears throat> look, the house gets dirty. You know, it just does. And so yeah. the, the slippers allow me to uh, just not be n- n- not be a whiny bitch. Okay, they were tactical. Right. My wife got them for me. <laughs> I think it was a tactical uh, decision on her part to make me a, a happier person. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's a good move rather than just fighting with you for a year and then divorcing you. She she right? decided she high roaded you, man. I don't, maybe maybe that's like a evolved. You know, form of fighting is preemptive gift giving. <laughs> Our love language is uh, mutually assured gifts. Yeah. <laughs> nice. 
you got to watch out, man. You got to you got to bridge that gift gap. Yeah. But yeah, but we were going to have our friend, like a couple of friends come over on Saturday and like meet the dog and we're like, that'll burn off some energy. Just him meeting a couple of people. Cause also we want him to meet the people that are going to like take him on walks when we go out of yeah. town and stuff like that. Like we want to start. Uh, you're supposed to take him out of town with you. Uh, I mean, in, 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 dude, in the Bay Area, tell me about it. Am I right? Everyone brings their fucking, <laughs> I, I, part of me does want to just roll up to like a fucking Saturday morning brunch type of, type of place. <laughs> With just, no, he's fine. He's fine on another table. Yeah, yeah and it's then a, just build his crate underneath <laughs> the table. <laughs> yeah, don't even, go right in there. He'll, he'll be in there. Don't even worry about fine. it. He'll be fine. He's he's good. Oh, he, no, he's just sniffing. He's just sniffing. Don't worry. He's just. It's like he's just eating their food. It's like no, he's he's just sniffing. It's fine. Yeah. Then you order like three breakfasts. It's like <laughs> oh, two of them are there for him. He's supposed to eat twenty three hundred calories a day, which is more than like. The nutrition fact percentage thing for a human on like the back of now, you and I eat way more than that in uh, a day. But like, I also drink more than that in a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's also true. But uh, it was funny when yeah, the, like the vet over the phone was like, "Yeah, dog that big, that age, twenty three hundred calories." It's like fuck, awesome. <laughs> and uh, uh, sorry, um, I I don't I don't mean to pry, and you don't have to tell. Uh, but how old is he? 16 months. Okay. That is a, that is a young lad. We actually have his, we know his birthday. And that's in dog months? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. He's 16 in dog months. So he's one sixteenth or one seventh of 16. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. It's like two and some change. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, uh, we we know his actual birthday because I guess what happened was he got bought from a breeder and then the couple that bought him was like, uh oh, he's like he just shot past a hundred pounds and he's still like just a few months old, and uh, and then they got pregnant and they're like, yeah, we can't we can't be doing this. <laughs> I I was thinking they were yeah like some sort of you know like Southeast Asian and it was just like dude he's the biggest per- thing in our house i mean his name was <laughs> zeus apparently originally and then the guy got him and he yeah, i agree this guy's this fucker's t- uh, for the listener i'll post a couple of pictures of this bad boy but uh he uh he's not he's got no zeus in him he's he's got no like uh godliness other than i mean other than stature but he's just a big floppy goofball he's like a sober dionysus yeah, and so his name is uh, a different, a four-letter word for Sasquatch that I'm not going to say right now because he's napping and I don't want to wake him up. But that's fine. Yeah, you know what it is. It's Yeti. That's what it is. Yeah, you named him after a koozie. I get it. I didn't name or, him. No, you you didn't name him. But I would but have. You're, you're you're propagating the the koozie naming big time. Big <laughs> big fan of koozies and nice. Really, really all all sort of beverage insulation. Yeah, it's huge for me. Sure, why not? No. But does your koozie love to extend a Bob koozie? Mm. Now, He's a basketball I obviously, guy. okay, I was going to say I know who that is, but for the listener. <laughs> no, I once saw a guy hump the Bob koozie award because uh, a guy at Maryland had won it. And then a guy I played rugby with was drunk in that guy's dorm room and humped the Bob koozie award because that's where you keep your major basketball awards is in your fucking dorm room. Absolutely. Dude, uh, do, you, do you know... Uh, Speaking of Maryland, you know Root One Apparel, that brand. Yeah, they. Uh, I follow them on Instagram uh, because they just they're really good at like 
falling into that uncanny valley of not quite understanding a meme. Like, whoever their social media department person is will, like, see a meme and be like, just one time. This this popular. Yeah. And be, and be like, oh, I understand the framework of this meme, but it's, you know, they're going off a sample of one. And so they're like, they're so close to getting it, but they're not quite there that it's extra funny. And it would honestly be very hard to make fun of and, and, and sort of rip off that. I think, I think some people try to do that to sort of make intentionally incorrect memes, but it's so easy to overshoot it that it's like, no, that's, that's just stupid again. But th- this is not necessarily one of those, but it is just like, just a stupid fucking meme. It's a weird, it's like Uh-oh. a, it's like a heat map of the state of Maryland. Okay. I can't tell what the heat map is of because just the, the west side of the state is like a very light orange and the eastern side of the state is like a very dark orange and it just is an even gradient across it. And then all the other states around it are various shades of gray and they're labeled. And at the top, it's like, you know, you're from Maryland. If getting lost means you could end up in another state. It's just like, motherfucker, that is the entire East Coast. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's true. That's everywhere above North Carolina. Like, you think Rhode Island people, that is more applicable to Rhode Island. Like, or Delaware. Fuck. I mean, just, if like, yes, Maryland Maryland borders several states. Sure. Yes. But so do so many others. Yeah, but from a from a border length to state surface area standpoint, I mean, we might we might be pretty far up there. Well, considering that, if you, I mean, if you want to get real fucking es- like just ethereal fucking mind bullshit, coastlines are infinitely long. Uh, sure. Right? Have you you've seen that math thing? Right. Uh, yes. The more accurately you measure a coastline, the more the length increases until, you know, as it approaches, until it approaches infinity. That's just like, that is a true statement, but it's meaningless. Like it doesn't actually mean anything. Um, and since we have the bay, yeah, I think our only rivals are like Texas, Florida, California. I mean, honestly, we probably, no, but to border length to, state surface area that's what i'm saying it's a it's a ratio yeah i still think california (laughs) ratio but yeah by having a coastline you're kind of infinity over you know any number so any state with a coastline is infinity effectively so like yeah so by (laughs) that ratio is the same for like rhode island as it is to alaska (laughs) yeah but i'm fine with that Iowa, they got fucking nothing. <laughs> uh, does it count for coastlines on rivers? You know what? It probably does. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turns out. So then you're can down to measured. like Wyoming and <laughs> yeah. Colorado and Utah. <laughs> nothing just straight be, lines. Nothing can be measured. <laughs> yeah. Uh, imagine the guy who like realized that was running out, being like, "Guys." It's infinity, and everyone's being like, no. "Fuck off!" Like that's that's the our generation equivalent of the bumblebee thing, where it's just like, yes. bumblebees are physically impossible. Their wings aren't able to support them uh, based on how fast they beat their wings, and they shouldn't be able to fly. It's a physical impossibility. Dude. It's like clearly physics is wrong. 
Like clearly measuring coastlines is wrong if it ends up in infinity every time. Yes. And it's fucked up of us to say, no, no, the coastlines are the wrong ones here. Yes. It's very much one. I mean, like there's a bunch of those facts out there where like some, it's like a, it's a yeah, fun you mostly fact. Mostly read them under Snapple caps. Yeah. It's a fun fact, but it's never once been fun. It sucks. I mean, some, some facts can be fun. Sure. Uh, most are not. Uh, but some people present them as such, and if someone had to present those sorts of things as fun for the first time, and I, I wish I could be there for that, for the guy who originally puts together that, like, I don't know, I'm blanking on another example, but let's just go with that, the coastline thing, and everyone's like, okay, like, does that help? Can we do anything with that? Sloths move so slow that algae can grow on them. It's like, yeah, a lot of things. Turtles. Yeah. Like, turtles live in water where algae grows. Yeah. They get, like, plant, like, full-on plants. Whoop-de shit. Yeah. Guess what? Elephants don't clean themselves that well all, all, the, all the time. I'm sure they got algae. Guess what? There's more fucked up shit than algae. There's bacteria out there. Yeah. But just, I'm just guessing, I'm just imagining a bunch of roomfuls of, like, a, it's just always a room full of scientists. They're all doing classic scientist shit, just dumping green liquids from one Erlen Meyer flask into another. And there's it's an equation, yeah. It's like if A then B, C then D, and it's like so bumblebees are physical impossible. Yeah. It's like, nope, nope, you guys stop it. And there's an integral Knock it off. there's an integral with like a D sub X next to it. And you're like, that's not quite again, that's not quite right. That's you're close on like a concept, but you haven't quite got it. And uh and, just like, and they, they all, they all, they all, they, they all turn. They all turn. That? Oh yeah, you gotta have some. Gotta have some that. Gotta have the sigma. And they all okay. turn as their colleague comes running in with his clipboard and his labbed coat, and he's just like, "Fellas, fellas," because let's be honest, it's scientists. So there's going to be like maybe one lady because it's. I don't look. I feel like I'm not happy come about to these this. conclusions if there was a lady in the room. I'm I not- feel like she'd be like, "You're all idiots. <laughs> Fucking knock it off." Yeah, and he's, he's he states his fact, and then everyone's just like. Okay. Okay. And then maybe they all look at what they're trying to prove. The one guy's like, can you put a frog in boiling water slowly? You know? And it's like, man, does this matter? And then maybe they all quit and become farmers. Maybe that's what happens. I read an article once that we're going to need 50 million farmers in order to feed the population uh, by the year 2050. Okay. And that was written in the late 90s. And I don't think they understood population dynamics. Because we're, we're probably going to have like 500 million people by then. I don't think one person can farm for 10. We're idiots. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, growing stuff's hard. Yeah. Also, dude, like, I used to do it like not well, but I used to do it. And like the amount of effort that I put in to the calories that I received was like nil. Yeah. <laughs> also, Zero. Y- your apartment's on the second floor. You can't farm on the second floor. Oh, I'm on third floor. You're on third. You are on third floor. How about you move in? I should know this. <laughs> Man, we didn't move any big stuff. Hang on. Can you hear this? I'll say yes. Could you not? I could. No. Okay. My dude is sawing some goddamn logs. Okay. I figured he was licking. No. I fi- I figured he he probably you know is is able to uh, really really lick the the itch. You know, I mean, when he gets them, he, he absolutely. He also, when he delivers you a face kiss, 
it's your whole face because his face is bigger than your face. Yeah, I've never, okay. I've never like seen that. I imagine it's not dissimilar from getting licked by like a floppy horse, except okay, I'm more comfortable having a dog do it because yeah. horses are dicks. Yeah, horses they got the weird teeth. Like dogs, they have scary teeth, but only yeah. when they show them. Horses, they're just their teeth are always there. Yeah, and they're always like at the the weird end of their skull. And I've seen horses bite people. Yeah. I've seen that. it online. I've seen it in real life. You it's saw scary. it in real life? Yeah. Dude. Elaborate. I'm so terrified of that happening. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was, uh, it was at the University of Maryland, but like they had stables there. And I think it was on Maryland Day. Like they had the hole, uh, or the cow with the hole in it where they like study the cow's stomach by putting like a gas tank nozzle thing basically on it so you can stick your hand yeah. inside of the cow like yeah and i mean delaware had one at the cornfield that i worked at like during the summer like you i bike past that cow every day it didn't look happy but like it was it was still going yeah uh, i i remember those that's i mean i i guess it serves a purpose but holy fuck is that well we can do it with people too i guess it's kind of a a stoma yeah uh, but but anyway, yeah, I mean, they had, like, a horse thing, too. And, yeah, like, somebody was approaching the horse from the front. I guess maybe maybe went a little too close to the eyeball when they were petting it or something. But, yeah, the horse was not a fan and bit him right on the forearm. I don't think it broke their arm, but it definitely drew blood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I bet it could. I bet a horse could break an adult's yeah. arm with a bite. Yeah, Fuck I think horses, you, like, pinched pinch the flesh. Yeah. Hey, the, What's uh what's Robert Downey Jr. say about him in that that Sherlock Holmes? It's, they're dangerous at both ends and crafty in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that's good. Now that's he, good. But but yeah, he does it with like a you know ridiculously fake British accent, a weird, almost like Bahamanian. Is that how you say it's when a, someone's from the Bahamas? Bahamanian, Bahamian. 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 Yeah, I believe it's Bahamian. almost a Bahamian accent, like. Kind of, it's, it's that like, it's British, but it's more like you were, you got taught like first through fifth grade yes. in England and then you were on a boat the rest of your life. Have you watched Doolittle? His, his Dr. Doolittle movie? Uh, no. It, but I would watch the sequel to that where he plays Jimmy Doolittle. Now exactly. I know who Jimmy Doolittle is, but for the <laughs> listener. <laughs> uh ben affleck from pearl harbor okay no, it, jimmy doolittle was like a racing pilot who led that raid to bomb tokyo after pearl harbor ah cool yeah the doolittle raid it it surprisingly did a lot yeah it did more <laughs> it's a weird name for like a military commander yeah doolittle major doolittle <laughs> commander doolittle rear admiral doolittle <laughs> Uh, yeah but yeah um in that movie he so this was the first movie he did after now now i guess spoiler alert iron man uh, dies in the marvel movies and, dude and so, <laughs> dude and so he wanted to take a break from you know this sort of cartoonish over the top blockbuster type movies and so the artistic choice he decided to do was to make the worst doolittle fucking thing ever and he absolutely cannot settle on an accent throughout the movie. It was the same VFX 
company, or at least one of them, because I think both movies had several, that did Cats, the the 2019 Cats movie. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. I, dude, I also watched it uh, very high on the couch, both for free. Like, don't give any of these companies money. But um, I can I can safely say that Cats is not even fun bad. It's so bad. Part of it's that I fucking hate musicals. And the only reason I hate musicals, before you write in and try and defend musicals, the only reason South I hate Park, musicals bigger, longer, and is because they're extremely bad and stupid and boring, with the exception of Cannibal the Musical and South Park the Movie. That's... Okay. I think that's probably it. Team America. Just anything Trey Parker did. Is basically. that a musical? I mean, I guess it does have some yes. songs that it, but yeah. But uh but boy, I mean Cats by comparison is like a damn near opera then because there's effectively no talking. There's a little bit in between songs, but like maybe like 2 minutes Was total. Was the whole movie CGI? The Cats? I mean I mean yeah, like yeah. It is their faces that have been, you know, transmogrified into cats. But so you could just roll out of bed, and then they're just like, "Yeah, go act, act like a cat," and then we'll do it in post. Well, the thing is, uh, famously, if you've seen it, they they are inconsistent sizes throughout the movie. So, like at certain times, they're like nearly as big as a human would be, and then okay. at other times, they are like four inches tall. If we're going relative to the the objects around them, yeah. so. I mean, it's it's too CGI. Like, there's nothing physical in it to ever make you. And you, you like none of the sets make any. It's just, it's it's garbage. And fucking, uh, it's like if Speed Racer had a kid with uh one of the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland or uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory somewhere in there. I would say it's Speed Racer meets Beowulf. Okay. The, yeah. the 2007 Beowulf. <laughs> yeah. With, uh, All right. With Ray Winstone and nice. Angelina Jolie. That's, that's the kind of levels we're working with. Um, I, 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 I point, might have to see this now. Several of the cats take off their coats at one point, which implies that they're either wearing another cat around or they can all remove some of their flesh. Some of them are wearing shoes. Dude, did some they of make them the aren't. Joke? Some of did them they make the they joke. Make, there's no jokes, dude. There's no joke. Also, Ray Winstone is in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Not what made me think of Beowulf, but he does show up. Um, Surian McKellen's in it. Dame Judi Dench is in it. Fucking Rebel Wilson is in it. And now I know all the Jason Derulo. He's in it. Um, well, you saying that it was, there's no jokes in it. I mean, that fits with Rebel Wilson for me. Right? Fucking James Corden's in it. I mean, just a All bunch right, yeah. of just shitty people. Idris Elba at least fucking like tries, but they keep, there's so many shots of his Ken doll fucking genital area that's really off putting. <laughs> Cause he's, okay. he's got like a Ken bulge. Like, it's there's no lines yeah. in it. There's no there's no genitals behind it. It's just like a fupa. It's a. So fu- you're telling me there were there were more animal genitals in the Sandlot than there were <laughs> yes. in cats. Oh, big time! <laughs> wow. And you've heard about the the alleged butthole cut, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the only thing I've really heard about cats. <laughs> that the butthole cut. That'd be the only way to make it more watchable. Would be to unleash the butthole cut judy dench wears a watch in the movie 
at certain times. Just a cat wearing a watch. Some of them have human hands. Some of them have paws. It, I mean, it's just, it's fucked up. And, and half the people in it are ballet dancers who are then called upon to sing, which like the dancing, first of all, the dancing might be incredible, but because it's completely CGI, I can't tell what's them and what's CGI. So it all becomes not impressive. Because it's like, yeah, oh, look, it's there's like James- the racing in speed racer being <laughs> impressive to somebody. Exactly. It's like, oh, James Corden just leapt like like it, based on his own body. He just, you know, leapt five James Corden body lengths. And it's like, well, clearly that's not possible. So are any of these sort of almost gymnastical like maneuvers real from the actual ballet dancers or are they all? But then to add to that, they then make those people sing. And they are not singers. They aren't even actors. They're ballet dancers. And so they're just like, they're not bad, but it'd be like casting me in a musical where it's like, this dude doesn't sing. Like, he's just a guy who sings in his car. Yeah, but if you were a ballet dancer, you could be Carl in like a reboot of Die Hard. Because Carl was a ballet dancer. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I know who Carl is, but for the listener... (laughs) <laughs> he's the guy that Reginald Vell Johnson blows away at the end. He gets hung with a chain. He's the guy with the long blonde hair. He's the big hard. German guy. Yeah. 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 Um, he was also in Witness. He was the uh, skeptical quarter of Kelly McGillis. Kelly McGillis, who played a convincing Amish. Okay. No. <laughs> Nothing about that movie was convincing. I haven't seen Witness. I haven't seen Witness. I haven't seen Wizard of Oz. That's okay. I haven't seen Cats and I haven't seen Doolittle. <laughs> oh, but the Doolittle one, that one is, that one's got some fun bad to it. That okay, one, if wait, you're watching before, before that, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you, like, do you know what joke I was talking about with the cats? You were talking about them removing like jackets and shit. I can't think of what it would be. More than one way to skin a cat. Ooh. I, like, do you, th- I feel like Honestly, that would be like the aristic cats like it could be like, there's like, just a group of aristocats that that's their joke it would have to be idris elba delivering it because he's he's the evil cat and i forget okay. i forget all their fun i know that i know the names but i don't know which character is which and i'm actually are they I'm, named after cat breeds no and i'm kind of good I'm, because main coon would get rough oh yeah i mean the whole thing's rough because honestly the way the cgi works you can really only tell if a character you can tell all the white cats apart, but then if they're like, it's, if it's a black actor, they all just kind of blend together because they're, it's weird. It's very uncomfortable okay. to watch. But the names of the cats are the same as from the musical. And I'm just bummed that I know that like Mr. Mistopheles, uh, Rum Tum Tugger. That's a name I know now. I, I know that. Skimble Shanks. That's a word I know. Buddy. Get yourself down to the beer store and get a 30 of hams. <laughs> Try to forget. Hey, so why do you think I have so many former bosses who buy 18 <laughs> packs of Bud Light every day? Quick side note on hams. Tim of, uh, of my band, Tim. Um, that's a young Tim. Young, those at y- home. young Tim has a hams hat. Real nice hat. Classic, classic uh. hat. But I was looking at it at practice one day. And it was <laughs> how many proofs of purchase did he have to send in for that? I mean, he could have gotten there. He's a Hams fan, 
But I'm just saying, like, that seems like the, the 90s type of, yeah, oh, I absolutely. filled an envelope full of barcodes. It's that kind of design, too. It's like the retro, it's the retro nice. hat, the, th- the 90s nice. throwback hat. But I think it was the first time he wore it, and he, he, he brought it in and put it on a table, kind of on the opposite side of the band space that I, from where I was standing. The lights in the, in, in the room, I curate a vibe in there. You know, it's low lighting, you know? We don't need spotlights on us at practice. We're chilling. You know, we're in the creative space. We're in the cosmic womb. Uh, yeah, at least you're hitting all the vocabulary of a of a nut job. Yeah, so Cult- it, cultivate some more. So if you can safely do this, Google the logo for hams. It's it's a uh, H A M M S, and it's kind of it's a type of cursive, I guess. And just knowing Tim, I thought he'd gotten a joke hat that just said Hamas. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you, I mean, you, that, yeah, that's believable. It's totally believable. And you would just have to slightly change that second M to an A and you have yeah. a Hamas hat. And, uh, I think somebody should do it. Um, if they do, I know the money won't actually go to helping anybody in Palestine. Uh, and we'll just go to says you craft beer purchases, probably through uh. little juicy IPAs. But it'll, uh, it, but it'll probably take some knit hats off of some uh, some heads that don't need them. In, yes, in, in warm climates. Yes, that's the best thing about going to Tahoe. It's not the skiing. It's not the socializing with people that I haven't seen in a while. It's the fact that I finally get to wear a knit hat because I cannot bring myself to do it in San Francisco because it just Good. it just isn't fucking cold enough. Yeah. No, if you started doing that, I mean, I. Look, I, I wouldn't stop the podcast or stop being your friend, but I mean, I'd have to start hucking stuff at you, you know, whenever I saw you. Yeah. And I deserve that. I would deserve it as much as I deserved when I thought watching cats would be funny and having it be miserable. That's. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I did it to I myself. Mean, thank you for taking one for the team. I mean, I love bad movies, but it seems seems to me that like i'm i'm either amazed or just incredibly pissed off by like modern movies that spend a lot you know have ensemble casts yeah and then just yeah completely flop this one i wish i could have gotten mad at i i was just so i just apathetic to it i was just like damn like there's just nothing it's it's a movie that comes out of left field, but at like two miles an hour. Yeah, it's <laughs> so boring. Like it's just not fun at all. And again, I know that I hate fucking musicals, but the word jellical pisses me off because it's not real. It's not. It's so close to a real word. Just make it a real word. Not even close. I guess it's kind of jellical is pretty close to angelic. That's close enough. Which I think it's supposed to. It doesn't. None of it makes angelic any sense. And, is angelical a word? That's just angelic. It could be. We'll ask, like, the, we'll ask the fans. Zealousness and zeal. And yeah. One starts with the other. Yeah. Or like when someone someone goes, uh, that fan was being a real fanatic. It's like, you know, that's, that's where that comes from, right? It's the same. It's the same thing. The P- the one with the pH? One time. No, not the Philly fanatic. Oh, okay. My, uh, I knew the Philly fanatic. I just realized he was I was an asshole. I was about to say something that might have broken. Uh, look him up. Might have broken some HIPAA violations, so I'm not going to say anything. But you're just going to have to trust me. That was a good anecdote, Ben, wasn't it? It's, oh yeah, it was. It, it certainly Dave was. Dave Raymond was an asshole. <laughs> 
Now, I know who Dave Raymond is, but for the listener. He was the original Philly Frenetic. Frenetic? Son of... No, no, Philly Fanatic. Philly Fanatic was from It's Always Sunny, but no, he was uh, the son of the football coach at Delaware. Made the first Philly Fanatic, or I think was the first Philly Fanatic. His father was ashamed of him, of course, but uh, he was an <laughs> asshole. You can ask my dad. I will ask your dad. Oh, speaking of your dad, I meant to say this fucking weeks ago. I made his uh, fucking crab bisque again a few weeks back. Yeah. And uh, it was actually the for the short episode. I, I was making it. While the short episode happened, yeah, that and was that, the the soup. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it came out. It came out pretty bisky. Okay, I thickened it up. Yeah, yeah. bisky business, man. I had some bisky business da, going na, on. Na, 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 na. I presented it in a very Tim Control fashion, sort of a bootleg Tom Cruise again. Okay, so I slid out. Uh, right. I was wearing just pants and gloves. Okay, just pants. Just gloves. Do you get why? Uh, well, I'm I'm guessing because uh, because you don't want to burn your hands. Exactly. It has nothing to do with the fact that that scene is him wearing a shirt and socks. It's not that. Yeah. Okay. It's other reasons. Yeah, yeah. I figured you needed to keep your erection safe. <laughs> <laughs> How do you eat bisque? Uh, I... <laughs> How do you cook at a stove? I eat it with a raging heart on. <laughs> uh, the turgid I chef. I figured that's why we always uh, wore pants. <laughs> uh, just chubbed up in the kitchen, fucking working the crock pot. Cock, yeah, I, co- cock pot. There's, there's a joke there. Crock pot, look, cock pot. There, there's, there is something there. And if you figured it out. Write it in to roadsodaspod at gmail.com. Yeah, I feel it It involves a crocodile jumping into a hot tub, and there's just a bunch of penises in there. He's like, oh, I thought this was a crockpot. God damn it. It's a cockpot again. <laughs> uh, and he's southern because alligators are from the south. <laughs> Crocodiles. <laughs> Man, did there's something like 200 crocodiles in Florida. That's it. Uh no, there's a lot of alligators in Florida. <laughs> no, there's like millions of alligators, but apparently there's like 200 crocodiles. Yeah, well, they, if you they, know they, anything they, about Floridians? Is but there's like an exact get a lot number. of money. They'll get a lot of money like dealing drugs and then buy exotic animals. Can't afford to like feed the animals, and so they release them into the swamp. I looked it up one time, and it was like That's an exact number. Burmese pythons. Like, let's see. Where's the number? Where's the number? American crocodile. Oh, that's a good number. I like that number. Oh, it's more than I thought. It's two thousand. But still, okay. that's not that's not a lot. No. But I we mean, need they're, more. They're just using survey dynamics. Honestly, <laughs> how many are in your family, sir? Who is that alligator cartoon <laughs> character that wore the trench coat and the fucking fedora? Who was that guy? Uh, was he one of the dinosaurs for hire? He might have been. Okay. I I doubt it. The <laughs> dinosaurs for hire were more like leather jacket wearing and dinosaurs. Yeah, this is like uh, basically a crocodile dressed as Carmen Sandiego. Yeah, I'm sure a quick Google lookup uh, would would help me. Not going to do it. Yeah, not going to do it. I'm going to say he was McGruff's partner. Love it. Sounds like he was dressed like McGruff. So, yep. Yeah, him and McGruff and Fred McGriff would go around solving crimes in the 
late 80s and early 90s. Getting kids interested in dare programs. And that uh, that owl? Was it Hootie? Um, wh- who was the... The blowfish one? Yeah. <laughs> Did he blow fish? Um, no. Yeah, they- Hootie was a fish blower. I thought they made it up for South Park for the episode where... Uh, Give a hoot, dump a loot. Yeah. Woodsy the Owl. Woodsy the Owl. I think that was actually a real thing that might have, must have just entered like public domain and become that, that I'm, I am going to Google. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't bother looking it up. (laughs) Yeah. Woodsy, Woodsy Owl is a real thing. I thought South Park made it up, but they did not. It's, uh, the United States Forest Service, give a hoot, don't pollute. And his current motto is lend a hand, care for the land. Okay. You know, that puts a spin on one of those demotivational posters I saw about 15 years ago that I, I had anticipated. It was about an owlbear, and I, I assumed it was something related to to some sort of tabletop game, but now I don't know, because it said owlbear. Somebody better give a hoot. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> several songs... <laughs> it was a bear with an owl's head. Several songs have been used in conjunction with the Woodsy Owl environmental campaign, including... The Ballad of Woodsy Al and Help Woodsy Spread the Word. John Bermuda Schwartz, the drummer for Weird Al Yankovic, recorded the Woodsy Al song. <laughs> I feel I feel like if the Ballad of Woodsy Al, you know, is not like Guy on a Buffalo, somebody really missed the mark. Guy on a Buffalo. Guy on a Buffalo. Stomping yeah, around in the forest. Look, I mean, hey, what's this in the weeds? It's a baby. Woodsy Owl. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but I feel like the the pollution, you know, they, they could very, very much so avoid and still abuse the shit out of animals like they did in that Buffalo Rider movie. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to. S- uh, unless you're getting, like. Unless technically, like, dead animal carcasses from, like, you know, shattered and, and destroyed wolves and, and cougars and whatnot are uh, are p- technically pollution. Have you seen that movie that they take? Buffalo the Rider? Yeah. Is it is it any... Is it fun? No. Okay. Dude, so you know how slow, like, 70s movies are? Yeah, that was my thought. Yeah. It's... You saw the action. Okay. Like, you've seen the action of the movie. For those who don't know what the fuck Jimbo and I are talking about, uh, welcome to the fucking show. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna ramble. yeah, we're going to ramble about really inside jokes. Um, but yeah, just Google Gown of Buffalo on YouTube. There's four videos for it. Watch them in order. Don't be a dickhead and give the plot away. Um, and they're genuinely catchy. It's the same like song story sort of melody the whole time. But uh, Yeah, and that launched that band into the stratosphere of of like you know central texas folk i did download their album illegally no big deal don't mean to brag hey that's what we did when when that shit was coming out you remember when youtube didn't have ads yeah that's when <laughs> i went on a buffalo came out that was good stuff but i uh, i listened to it and uh man is a lot of it even at the time i was like this is not good this is not good to do one of them was this like something wrong about grandpa was I think was the name of the song. It was basically that their grandfather was gay. And like, yeah. I'm not going to pretend I didn't laugh at gay jokes as a kid. I totally did. I was a kid in the 90s. Like, 
it well, wasn't the coolest shit I've ever fucking done, but it happened. But even like in my early 20s hearing the song, I was like, this just isn't like the word woke hadn't bec- like that was so far from being a, a, a term. And uh, I was still I think we were all like we all were just it's just it's just not good. It's just not fun. Got on a buffalo. No, that's fun. That's just good, clean animal harm and fun. That's going to get you there. A man getting mauled by a cougar <laughs> for the sake of a very bad movie? No, that's nice. It it did give a, I hope a, a generation of of young men the uh, the inspiration to tame buffalo. That was a common, and hopefully they died. That one got played a lot buffalo. on uh, the end of the di- the end of the shift on Fridays at the warehouse that uh, you know almost all my friends in Boston worked at with me at one point or another and uh there there was there was two yeah, that we, we two that we pretty much ended every friday on which was uh a song from the night at the roxbury soundtrack that yep. when i looked up where it is in the movie make that money it's playing in the background of a club that they are not allowed to get inside so it's yeah it, it's, it's so such far like a back deep, in the deep in the cut audio on mix. the soundtrack <laughs> Yeah, did, does not deserve to be on the soundtrack, but it is a great song. You just make that money, make make that money, baby. So that would be on Fridays, because uh, I think Fridays was also payday, maybe, or maybe it was just because it was Friday. And then also was uh, who that is? That's just my baby daddy. Baby daddy. That was another classic. But before that video is <laughs> even better than that song. It's wild. <laughs> uh, it took me years to learn that the, the video was as crazy as the song, but. Uh, yeah, our other buddy Tim, not young Tim, different Tim, who is actually younger than me. Uh, he would put those on usually right. He'd time it out pretty well so that it would, it would be ending right as the we'll call him Happy Tim. Sure, be Happy Tim. <laughs> uh, but before that, we'd line up. You know, end of the shift Friday would be a lot of a lot of just goofy ass fucking songs to to close out the week. And the uh, the four part Gown of Buffalo series happened uh, quite quite a bit. To, to yeah to. Gales of laughter. My my contribution one time that just went over okay was uh, "Stroke It." Yeah, by, uh, Cl- Clarence Cl- Clarence Carter, not Clarence Clemens. Clarence Carter. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a fan. Yeah, I, look, I mean, most people enjoyed it, and 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 we tried to stroke it. You know, it's just weird when you're just a bunch of dudes in in a used department waiting for a clock to to strike. Whatever time it struck, and then somebody yells. The worst was when, yeah, somebody would forget to call us, and we're all just weirdly sitting there listening to, like... Just being good employees. Just the strangest shit. And everyone's like, yes, I want to leave, but also I am being paid to just listen to whatever Tim can think of that's funny right now, which... Yeah. I mean, you're getting paid, like, a, a penny, but still. Still, you get to throw a ball of tape at each other. No, that was good fun. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was, was just, nice. Those ball throwing days. Fun. Yeah. Oh my god. Can't do that at work anymore. Dude, I was uh actually I can. I was helping a guy uh just drill a bunch of holes in his wall the other day. Uh, various sizes. This is professionally? No. This this is on Sunday. This is some off this off is, the clock you're shit. Freelancing. Oh yeah. Wow. And we're out in his this garage. Is like unpaid internship? Yeah, we're just drilling holes in his wall. And uh just a lot. Right in the drywall, really fun. Just all different, all different diameters. 
What's he doing? Like straining like a massive pot of spaghetti? He's testing pe- uh, he's testing a uh, speaker uh performance. And so we were just installing individual speakers. He's he's an audiophile. He's a tech guy. Not a tech guy. Not like a tech guy. He's into audio tech. Okay. Very, very different from a tech guy. But we're out in his garage and and like it's it's a house that they're like similar to us with with our house except more so it needed way more work and so they're kind of half living right. there i thought you were gonna say it was a house no it is a house but it's just like they had to do a, they had to and still have to do a lot more work on it and so for that kind of stuff you need some specialty t- tools and, and parts and stuff so you end up with all these cardboard boxes and i go out in the garage like where we're gonna be putting all these holes and it's just full of cardboard boxes that are empty and have been cut open i was like hey buddy you want me to like break down all these cardboard boxes for you, and he was like, "Nah, uh, they can really dry your hands out." And I was like, "Dude, like I used to do this, like, like a ton, like a lot, like a non." Wait, breaking down boxes dries out your hands. Look, look, I don't know. <laughs> My hands were never as moist as they were when I was working in Newbury Comics. Yeah, I feel like existing in in winter, like that dries <laughs> out your hands. But uh, but Touch, yeah. touching boxes for twenty minutes. Not really that bad. Yeah, he didn't. Oh, so he, you can do it with gloves. He didn't want me to break the boxes down. I was like, okay. If you put gloves on, you would get sweaty. Your hands would get too wet. Look, I th- I think what it was was that he thinks there's going to be other good uses for some of those boxes, which there probably will be. Hopefully, he has a 55 gallon drum that he's just burning them in, because <laughs> that's that's honestly like my next, you know, my next dream on the horizon it's the 55 gallon drum fire unfortunately this is sort of on the other side of the golden gate bridge so you really can't burn anything there uh really under any circumstances <laughs> the the northern side yeah they're uh oh, okay they're they're pretty anti-fire really everywhere but right in the middle of the city if you are in actively surrounded by miles of urban sprawl then you can have like kind of a fire. So like the Home Depots around there, they don't sell like the fire pits or anything like that. Uh, they do, but it's all like propane type stuff. Okay, and yeah, or I it's mean, just decorative. <coughs> Honestly, <laughs> decorative yeah. fire pit. It's our outside fireplace. We put a bunch of LEDs in the middle and we sit around it. I mean, we like having our fireplace, but yeah, we can't we can't really start a fire that that would do anything to uh. You know, big fields and such. But I will say there are still these things that call like spare the air days where you are not allowed to have a fire in your house. And I think you can actually get money if you rat out your neighbors, which luckily we seem to be in a, 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 a no snitching type of neighborhood, especially now that the guy across the street moved out because that guy did fucking snitch and, oh yeah, uh, was effectively <clears throat> he, stitched. He admitted to it? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I, you know, very editorializing. Com- I get it. I'm very confident he was the guy who called code enforcement on us to fucking nice. fuck up my my garage plans. Look, I mean, there's dickheads of all kinds. Yeah, he just happens to be one of the dickhead or dick dickhead dick dickheadiest. Dick, <sighs> yes, thank you. Yeah. Um You're welcome, man. Yeah, I'm I, I, we don't we don't let's see. We don't have any emails to get to. We, uh, well, we have a lot of emails to get to. We just don't have time. Yeah, we have emails. We still have old emails. We, we should do one of those maybe next week from, uh, old ones from, from me to you and you to me. Do we, we got a fight downstairs? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, two vans are going in reverse. Okay. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for this week. Um, <clears throat> for those in San Francisco, I got a show on St. Patty's Day uh, at the Ave on Ocean Avenue. Uh, it's gonna be a really fun. Yeah, get it's, out there. It's gonna be a good fucking time. Yeah, the Ave. Yeah, and make sure you're at the right Ave. Yeah, I mean, there's some Aves out there. We got an Ave over here. I love this Ave, but not this Ave. Appar- Don't go from here. Apparently, it's a really small dive bar where the walls are just unpainted OSB, which I'm, for those who don't know, that's uh, the plywood that is made of like chips of board glued together. Not MDF. Yeah. That's like dust. It's the, you've seen it. You've seen yeah. OSB, but it's like the lowest quality plywood. Oh, uh, like MDF is more expensive. This is the cheapest flat object you can buy. Right. Other than your mom nailed it. Ooh, that Yeah. That's a pretty he good. He wasn't talking about you, mom. No, certainly not. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Talking to the <laughs> listener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which in a weird way, I guess, might be your grandma, since I think your dad's listening. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, you got any advice uh, for anyone trying to write and or direct a film based on an Andrew Lloyd Webber movie or Andrew Lloyd Webber musical from maybe the seventies. I think that's what I'm sorry, but I actually do. Okay, go keep the baby afloat. Good job. (laughs) And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God, fuck us. Everyone.